Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome back. Well, what a week it's been. It has been manic. Well, shattered. <laughs> oh, well, I've got a fresh trim today. It's look good. Yeah. Uh, nice haircut. You always feel so much better when you have a haircut. You feel like a new person. You walk out, spring in your step. <laughs> was it the same bloke? No, it was a new person today. So you're like, oh, he said, come on next. And then someone new. Oh, God. But anyway. Are they going to do it the same? I thought, I thought, you know, I'm quite strict with my hair. So, you know, it's all, all over to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got none. So, that's alright. I'm alright. I shave all mine off. Freshly oh, done as well. Don't I know it? <laughs> the remnants are everywhere once you've shaved your head. <laughs> I'm forever saying, Gem, wash up, wash it, put it away. Yeah, not the washing up. <laughs> but even so, I mean, you shave your hair, you literally need to have some kind of umbrella underneath you catching it as you shave your head. I have got one somewhere. Okay. Well, hopefully, you can use that next time, and then <laughs> I'm not going to keep nagging you. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> and this week, I seem to have broken out in spots. I've always had bad skin. Over the years, it's been awful, and then it cleared up, and then I have these outbreaks, and I think, well, is it stress, or is it time of year? And I think it's, always, it's just your skin. Probably. But it's always the, the best it can be in the summer with the sunshine on it. But anyway, so I've had lots of cover-up this week. and um, You found a good one, a good cleanser recently. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, La Pose. Um, yeah, or Seraphi. Yeah. I've been using Seraphi as well. That's, that's a really good one. Um... But still, I mean, you can do that and it keeps it clear and then it just outbreaks yet again. But anyhow, mm. thank God for cover-up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get it hidden. Oh, yeah. And then you walk out in summer season and you go, oh, have you got makeup on? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I think I've got one. All right. Yeah. Let me see it. I can see it in the video. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get the cover up out. <laughs> so anyway, so we've been looking at unis this week for our oldest. Yeah. He's got a few on the go. Yeah. So he's 17 and he's looking to go to uni next year. So it's the start of that season where you've got to go through the unis, ask those the questions. And I actually get anxiety because you're sitting there and they're like, oh, any questions? I'm like, Say a question, say a question, but I never know <laughs> what to ask and what the right one is. I know, like, oh my god, I got to come up with something. Yeah, and um, and he's like, oh, you know, yeah, oh, we're going to talk to this person. I'm like, okay, that's fine. What are we asking? And he's like, oh, um, I don't know. As if I'm meant to know all the questions, <laughs> but he's seen a, some good ones, hasn't he? Yeah. So that's that's a good start. And it's quite nice just to get out and, you know, go and have a nose round and look at the accommodations and, you know, what food's on offer. That's the best part of it. Yeah, see how it's all changed. Yeah, definitely. But... You said it sounded good, like, all the accommodation going in and 
seeing like the bedrooms and the the living space oh yeah no it was really good even like the the students were there mm. and um you know me i had to ask do you have parties oh yeah level one's the 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 party floor i was like oh well, that's good we need to get you on the party floor i said to him so you know but i'm not sure if he's part much of a party guy it's probably more for me really yeah he's spending his time on his consoles yeah so but yeah so that's um that's been busy bit busy yeah doing that to be honest yeah and then we've got another one um they uh they're at a club but they don't want to do it oh. so and you but, you spend money getting uh, them into clubs yeah oh i want to do it i want to do it okay okay and you're like is it going to be a five minute wonder or are they going to stick it out and want to do it like forever or will it turn out like a career exactly and no five minute wonder yeah especially with this child oh my god oh <laughs> so she doesn't want to do it and then she said she does want to do it one night in the week and it was leading up to it got to the night you go in no I oh, know you don't want to force them but then you're like when you get there you're going to enjoy it mm. and they do that's the thing it's like more anxiety leading up to it or not knowing who's going to be there and what's it going to do tonight you know what are we going to do tonight and yeah. I think that anxiety puts them off yeah, I remember being like that though not mm. not wanting to go and then going and loving it yeah yeah and I think I was too but I was more happy at home to be mm. honest than going to clubs but I suppose with your own children you always try and put them into that you know social element of development and yeah go to this club go to this club you'll, you'll love it yeah you know, you always want to give them what you didn't have and what you didn't do, but... Oh, well. And I've just found hair bands all up my arms from doing their hair today. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just... I get in bed and then I find a hair band around my hands and I think, oh, my God. But, yeah, so... Uh, and then, obviously, start off half-term this week. So, now that's, like, added pressure of They're all home. Yeah, all home. All seven of them what are we going to do activities got to be lined up and I'm I'm like obviously the one at home while you're working yeah so the pressure's on and then I'm thinking actually I haven't even planned anything I must be like the worst parent because I haven't actually pre-planned any activities and and then there's me over here that decides to book a couple of things yeah <laughs> which has been amazing you're like top dad this week with your <laughs> activities you've done yeah but you took you took them out yesterday. Yeah, you took one out yesterday. Yeah, I took one out yesterday. I've done shopping. I mean, that's right up my street. <laughs> yeah, so, a bit of retail therapy. A bit of retail therapy. I loved it actually. Yeah, it's lovely. All you know, three or four hours walking around, and I thought she was going to moan, but actually she loved it because it was all about her and what she wanted. <laughs> and she's a sassy little thing. What can I get? Exactly, eight years old, telling me what she wants to buy. Harry Potter this and Jurassic World that and oh. yeah no she loved it and then we had something to eat and she was happy to be honest she yeah. loved it oh, that's good yeah what about your adventures because my shopping trips were not as exciting as your trip oh my god it was so good yeah we went to the Jurassic World exhibition at the XL 
Oh my god. Like, no. So I looked at the tickets and thought, oh yeah. I booked for half past nine. No. So we get up really early, get to the XL, and I had looked at the parking ticket, not the actual ticket to get into the the experience. Mm. So I had booked for eleven, which was a nightmare because I thought, oh my god, we're gonna have to like stand around for about an hour and a and half. You do this a lot. <laughs> oh my god! You say you've booked it for a time. And- and I'm like, no, 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 I'm sure you said it was this. No, it was this. It says it in the email. It did say it in the email. <laughs> Just not the one that I should have been looking at. Mm. But other than that, we managed to get in at 10 o'clock, which was good when it opened. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So that, no, it's a really good experience, actually. And she loved it. Um, yeah, you go in and you get to take a picture right at the beginning. Um spoilers coming up if you haven't been um and maybe i'll keep it short but yeah so you take a picture at the beginning i mean um, when you first walked in was there dinosaurs uh no it's it's more like you're you're taking a picture and then you're going to get on a boat that's going to take you to the island okay. where all the dinosaurs are right which is which was amazing so you could take your picture done you get on a boat and then it's all like screens around the outside and it looks looking at the sea and then you get a person going, right, we're going to the island. This is what you're going to do. And then walking around. I think I would have felt seasick. <laughs> Someone actually did feel seasick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would have literally been like, uh, I'm feeling a bit sick now. <laughs> yeah. And then you get one of the little kids going, it's not actually moving. I can't feel it moving. And the mum going, it is. <laughs> oh my God. It is moving. That would be me. I would be that mum saying <laughs> that. Oh, no, but you go in, you get to see all the dinosaurs and, you know, you've seen them on Britain's Got Talent, I think, and programmes like that on TV that you can see them walking around. So, you know, it was really good. It was really immersive and all the songs from Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. and. Oh you get to meet all the like people going around and they've got um the eggs like in the films wow. and yeah and then the shop at the end <laughs> which is where you spend all your money oh my god that's like yeah go through the experience yeah get you in that bit at the end where they want the cash yeah. from the parents well silly me i'd i'd already paid for merchandise up front oh she loved it though <laughs> yeah well it worked out like cheaper as well to book the merchandise up front and you get things put in bags that you don't you, you can't get on the day mm. oh it's lovely though with the goodie bags yeah well, it was really good you got like a teddy and a, a book and a notepad and a lanyard and yeah it was really nice she loved it wow um, going around I was like I wanted to be taking pictures of me like <laughs> with the dinosaurs I love Jurassic Park um, but yeah so it was more like a lot of selfies and yeah it was good oh she yeah. loved it absolutely loved it with her t-shirt and her hat and she oh thought she was a ranger when she got home she and... was all kitted out <laughs> <laughs> hat t-shirt lanyard oh my god bottle <laughs> and then what happens with the lanyard she's playing as a ranger oh and the twins come along who are free and what happens? Rips it off. Ugh. So she's upset. Alanya's yeah. been ripped off. 
the three-year-old's gone running off all happy she's done something to her and <laughs> oh my god but don't worry we've got a plan to fix it yeah get the laminator out yeah <laughs> re-pierce the hole although she did look happy earlier the um the tag on the hat was like the same sort of shape oh so i gave that to her and she's like oh my god it looks so good oh she's gonna be happy then yeah she can carry on playing ranger roxy yeah oh so but that's experience one yeah, so what's coming up, Jim? <laughs> so on Sunday, we're going to the Stranger Things experience. Um, oh, my God. And I, I think that's in North London. But I don't know how I keep missing out on these activities. I seem <laughs> to be the the babysitter while you go and have the fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can go if you want. Nice. Well, I don't mind. I do like, you know, Stranger Things, but I mean, you're obviously going to enjoy it. A lot more than me. Oh, yeah. Well, I booked it. Uh, that's why I wanted to book it. So yeah. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's in North London. Um, we're going to be driving up to make it a lot easier. Mm. But you'll hear about that uh, next week. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. And obviously our oldest is going to that one. And she's 11. So, yeah. I'm sure she's going to absolutely love it. Yeah, and we've just, well, a couple of days ago, just finished all isn't, the series. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, isn't it fancy dress? Yeah. So, I have ordered something for her online to wear. So, I think it's Elle's dress when she goes shopping with Max. It's like really 80s. Oh, like, oh well. Love it. We're both being eighties kids. Yeah, that's what I think we're drawn to Stranger Things as well with the music. Definitely, oh my god, music is amazing. Yeah, and and even the fashion because when you watch it, you think, oh, actually, I think I had something like that, or yeah. you know, like the Converse boots and things like that. I definitely had a green and a red Converse boot of it that went together, and you know things like that when you see it in there you think oh my god it brings back so many memories of being five yeah it makes you want to go to reflex oh yeah I love reflex <laughs> oh my god just the days of going to reflex and partying in the 80s world oh that was oh brilliant yeah. loved it nanny can babysit we'll go oh definitely yeah we've got to get that in the calendar definitely <laughs> yeah. oh well, no so that'd be really good and what about your outfit uh well I'm going one as one of the um basketball guys with the basketball jackets and the cap jeans and oh, what are the shoes you just said it oh like the Converse Converse yeah high top Converse so yeah that'd be brilliant yeah I can't wait I have to get some photos before you leave definitely is there like oh, I don't know you don't even know do you because not been yet but is there a photo opportunities when you're there it must be yeah so I think. Um, the beginning is like um, an escape room but within um, Hawkins Lab oh my god and then afterwards you get there's loads of photo opportunities um, I don't want to give any spoilers but you can see them online if you want um, but yeah and then you get to actually eat there afterwards as well um, we've got the VIP experience booked so you get a goodie bag and a drink and a takeaway cup so Aww. yeah it's going to be so good well if there's a shop at the end remember daddy's at home with the <laughs> little ones yeah. so I'll be quite happy with a little Stranger Things cup oh yeah 
definitely. <laughs> I might even be able to use it on our next episode. Oh, days. yeah. Have a coffee in that. That'd be lovely. Oh, I think, oh, I should have got one earlier. There was loads. Oh, what, what like? A Jurassic Park ones that are made out of stone. Oh, really? Yeah. How would you even wash that if it was made out of stone? Would I don't you know. wash it? I didn't see the inside, but the outside was all stony and rough. God. Wow. <laughs> It'll be heavy. I mean, especially with our sink being ceramic. Can you imagine putting it in it? Oh, my God. Chipping it. <laughs> Well, that'd be the next thing I'd be nagging you about. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of experiences. Mm. Yeah, um, we had a bit of an exciting experience come up this week, didn't we? Yeah. So basically our oldest foster son, who we were speaking about earlier looking at unis, said, oh, I've had such a posit- positive experience with you both. I'd really love to give it, you know, give uh, an interview or give something back to let people know about my experience in care because it's not always bad experiences in care like you normally hear in the news. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll look into, you know, break into the social services for you or Mm. go into the fostering network, which is obviously um, a network for foster carers and we get a monthly magazine and we can read interviews from other foster children and what's going on in the area and so forth anywho so after speaking to um fostering network i was like oh um funny you call us now because we've literally just had a meeting with the bbc i was like what okay and um they was like, yeah, so we, we're planning to do a documentary and it's going to be on, like, uh, you know, foster children, their experiences. So your email has come at the right time. I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Okay, so, you know, at, the, at that time, um, our foster son's sitting there going, it wasn't meant to be this big. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is brilliant. Oh, it's so is good. Great. Let's just meet them and see what they've got to say yeah so anyway so yeah we've got a meeting next week with the bbc and um hear all about what they want to do in the documentary and take it from there really if he's interested and i'm not sure if we're going to be part of it or it's just going to be him or it's going to be us and him but yeah we'll let you know more next week so that's a really exciting opportunity for him yeah watch this space watch this space yeah but anyway, I mean, talking about fostering, yeah, we was going to speak about how we became parents on episode one, wasn't we? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I mean, do you remember thinking like, oh, we want to be parents one day and yeah. how are we going to do it? Definitely. I think, yeah, thinking back, it was like, how? Like, I want to be, really want to be. And how how am I going to do that? How are we going to do that together? And uh, yeah, I think at the time, fostering seemed like a natural yeah natural sort of progression for us because you came from a fostering family. Yeah, your parents already fostered. Yeah, and you know, growing up with foster children, and my parents were like childminders as well before that. So, yeah, it was just it just seemed like the right thing to do. 
definitely yeah. definitely so it's quite natural as well because since we've be, been together mm. and your parents obviously fostering we was taking some of the foster children out for days out and we thought yeah let's get them in the car and go port park they'll love yeah, it oh God, that was so good going to the zoo so yeah. we was already like part of this fostering role with your mum and dad yeah loved it so i think first of all we did look into surrogacy mm. but we found that that was quite an expensive route for us and obviously at that point when we looked into it it was more in america yeah it and didn't seem like it was over here like at all mm. it might have been but where we were searching online and things we couldn't see anything and you know, other people would have done it, but it was only in the US. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And, I, you know, I think it got to a point where it was like, well, you know, we love being part of the fostering family and, yeah. you know, taking the kids out and, you know, just giving them, giving them life that maybe they've not experienced before. Yeah. So it was quite natural for us to choose the fostering route. And that was the way forward for us, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I I still remember going online, finding the forms. Yeah, I remember that as well. And it's like that start of life, and you think, oh my god, like this is the start of it all. Yeah. Be actually becoming foster carers ourselves. I know. It's not just your mum and dad. No. And we was under their sort of wing. We're doing it ourselves, but at the same time, we're going in it being gay guys. Yeah, and that I think that as well was like, how are they going to take that? Mm. Are we going to, are we going to be okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Like how, how are the children going to be? How are the birth families going to be? And yeah. the social services. Yeah. How are they going to take to that? What are they going to think of us? So, yeah. applying was quite nerve wracking in itself because you had our own anxieties about what if, how is that going to play out? Yeah. Um, but I mean luckily for us we've never experienced any backlash or you know negatives negative uh, experience at all no and we have been really lucky we um, have you know there might be others out there that have and you know it would be good to hear those stories definitely yeah um, and just as a reminder if you do have any stories or any questions you can email it2d no, that's no, wrong, it's isn't not. It? no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's ask. I will get used to that email. <laughs> yeah. Ask at it2d.co.uk. That's the one. I mean, you'll get there. Yeah. It's been a week. <laughs> yeah. So I'm rushing right ahead. But, but if you've got any questions, definitely. ask at it2d.co.uk. Definitely. Yeah. Ask at it2d dot <laughs> yeah i mean it takes two dads it, yeah definitely definitely takes two dads because if i was one dad well i don't think i'd get anywhere to be honest <laughs> no. but yeah i mean definitely from our experience it has been really positive yeah um i couldn't give you a time where we thought was this the right thing to do yeah because of the backlash of being gay, same-sex parents, um, never, no. never. And I think now, since we've applied mm. to be foster carers, it is so much more open. Yeah, 
to be in the same sex relationship and being two dads or being two mums or you know you get single gay parents as well yeah so I do think you know the world has changed but yeah. in a positive way yeah you know, I think we, I was going to say as well like you can be a single parent as well or a single person to go into fostering as well you don't have to be in a couple no definitely not definitely not but they are I would say 100% strong <laughs> if they're going into fostering single yeah definitely yeah but um, yeah so going back to like the application form I still remember applying and getting that phone call to say oh you've applied we'd love to meet you come in and it was like an open evening wasn't it yeah yeah other foster carers yeah it was like a a big hall of people and who wanted to be foster who wanted to be foster carers and then you had the social workers like at the front I remember them sitting all there and I can't remember did they give a talk um yeah they gave a talk and a bit of a scare yeah talk as well because you think oh is, you know you hear some stories from it and people you could see people squirming thinking oh is that for me is that not for me but obviously for us we was going in it with we already knew already knowing and you know you have to have an open mind when you go into it it's not all daisies no at all yeah um, i think you've just got to think you're the you've got to be the ad- advocate for the child definitely and you know whatever comes your way you've got to accept it yeah and you know it's like everything's a challenge and yeah like i don't know the saying like get it head on sort of thing mm. meet everything head on and yeah and deal with it as it comes yeah kind of thing but yeah so i remember after that night we come away and we was like no 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 this is for us we we're not put off at all and yeah. you know um and then getting that phone call and it was like did someone come out to our house? I think someone come out. Did they come out first to the house? Yeah, I think it was to look round at the house and like see like your, your ins and outs of your house basically, and maybe if you've got a spare bedroom and where is the spare bedroom? Yeah. yeah. And obviously knowing for them knowing how many spare bedrooms, if it's one, oh, you could possibly have like a single child or a sibling child in two beds, bunk beds in one bedroom. Yeah. Um, if you've got two bedrooms, they could give you two placements down the line. So for them, it's quite a nice way to see, um, you know, the setup in your house rather than taking on a, someone as a foster carer and really not knowing at that beginning part yeah. whether they're set up for set it. up for it or not. Um, and obviously, you know, some people live in flats, so they haven't got outside space. Yeah. So it's about how you're going to fill that space with maybe like... Outside activities. Yeah, outside activities, going out and so forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I remember, yeah, going going to the... Was it? Open evening. Yeah, the open evening. Afterwards, we had an allocated social worker. Yeah. And then they came weekly, it's maybe fortnightly at some points. Depends on how much... Information and that was to basically delve in to the whole of your your life, your life. Basically, this is your life. Open the red book (laughs) and pour it out because that's (laughs) what it's all about. Yeah, and they want to know that. Yeah, everything. And as a couple, you can withstand everything that's thrown at you. Yeah, Um, but like we say some fostering placements are not all bad 
No. So it's just being prepared and knowing that if you got a placement that was bad, yeah, you're prepared and you're a strong couple. Um, and and yeah, there are stories what we've heard that couples have broken up mm. um, while fostering. Yeah, and that's just a part of your relationship and you know part of your journey in life. So yeah. you know if it's right for you, hundred mm-hmm. percent go for it. I yeah. would say. And sometimes the kids, like the foster kids, still stay with like one of the carers, yeah. even though one of the carers has moved out. Yeah, and it's just you know you get a foster placement. They should never be treated differently yeah. to birth children. No. Ever. Whether you've got birth children still in your house or whether they've all grown up and moved out. However you brought your birth children up is exactly the same you bring a foster child up. Yeah. And that is how it should be every time. There should there's no difference at all whether no. you've given birth to that child or not. Exactly. I think I the saying I like to say is like no child is ever yours because by the time they get to 18 exactly. you know well it's a lot earlier these days but um, or later I mean yeah. you can get some kids in thir- at 30 years old still still at home yeah <laughs> but you know they have their own minds they have their own life yeah and um, you know they're they're not you so you know they are never yours in a way you know they're yours to look after exactly just, just like a foster child is exactly you know they're going to grow up and get in relationships or get a job um you know could travel the world yeah but obviously you've got like the things that need to be in place in a foster foster placement like safeguarding things and yeah like no one's allowed in other people's bedrooms and it's like you know you've got that family policy yeah and it's annually reviewed yeah because obviously your family change and you change and something else might change within that so exactly I mean look at us we were fostered and then had our children yeah as well so that's had to play into our family policy over the years yeah um but yeah you know I think some people can be put off by the fact that the way the house has to be ran mm it can be run in in the sense of a normal family life but at the same time alongside that it has to be you know you've got your fire escape routes that you've spoken to the children about yeah and which you know some families are sensible and they have had that conversation I, know, with children. I was always like that <laughs> where's this gate route if there's a fire yeah where well, i just didn't even think about that <laughs> no. but as foster carers you are caring for children yeah who you have to look after 24 7 yeah and you know they have to know an escape route out of the house or they have to know the rules of the house you can't walk around in boxers and knickers and things like that and underwear because it's inappropriate you know that child could say anything to school or their birth parents and things like that and it just would look completely wrong yeah um so you are always safeguarding yourself yeah, your children, mm-hmm. your whole family. Basically, yeah. being a foster carer is like, you know, you have to be like an octopus. Yeah, hands and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, can't think if there's anything else really that's different. To, you know, not that we know because we haven't had birth kids first. No, and you say difference. a normal family, but every family's different. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. You know, some people let people, kids have phones at 
know, eight or five, yeah. and some don't until they're at secondary school or yeah. you know. So everyone's different, so it's just a different family setup. Absolutely, yeah, and you know, um, the the application process is quite lengthy. Yeah, it's um, very long. Yeah, so I would say it took us from applying about a year. Yeah. And that was through to panel at the end. So once you had your application process and you delved out everything and they want to know your upbringing yeah. and they even want to know like exes if they've had a significant ex-partner. Yeah. They would want to speak to that ex-partner purely just for how the relationship ended what was the relationship like when you was together yeah you know they're looking for like if there was domestic violence or like drink and alcohol but you know even if there was and that you've overcome something and you've come out the other side of it that's not to say that you can't foster mm. because you've overcome something you've come out the other end exactly and... which is a positive experience that you could pass on to a foster child yeah um, but yeah I think was it after that then we had panel after the application yeah um, yeah so you do the application process you fill it all in and then yeah you go to oh, panel yeah and skills to foster yeah so you have to do all your training as well so, so was it skills to foster I think wasn't it and then panel at the end yeah once you've like completed everything mm. so skills to foster was like a I want to say six weeks, eight week course. Yeah. And it was weekly on a set day with other approved, well not approved, but other care, foster carers who want to go through the, yeah. you know, foster carers to, to be. Yeah. <laughs> and they've all had their application completed. You're at skills to foster stage and you will literally hear stories. You'll have people coming in and talk to you, uh, like professionals that you may work with. As well as, you know, we had foster children yeah. come in who were older, yeah. but gave us their experience of what you know life was like in foster care. Yeah, and at the end and so forth. Um, I mean, they say end to foster care, but it, you know, it can go on and on. Exactly, but I think one of them, well, two of them, come in had left foster care. Yeah, and it was independent now. Yeah, so they wanted to like you know give you that positive experience and we're kind of at that now with our oldest yeah foster child um you know so I've, you know we're kind of we've seen the full circle now yeah really of, of a placement and um yeah so once you've completed the skills to foster mm -hmm. then it was panel and i think it panel was quite scary yeah like a table full of like depending on where you are it could be so many it could be up to 10 people you know from like people on the council and other foster carers and social workers and yeah yeah just uh there was a counsellor <laughs> yeah um but yeah that was and they've all been given your basically your this is your life book yeah <laughs> they've all read it about a month leading up to panel yeah and then you go in there and it's like being put into the ring of lions. Yeah. It's like every single one of them has been told, like, you have to have at least a couple of questions for the carers to see, like, you know, 
what they say and you know if there's something that's in your the, your form that you've put together with a social worker that they see isn't in there and they they would like to know yeah yeah definitely and i mean i remember there was a foster care on there and she had been fostering for quite a few years mm. she was on fire her questions firing away and oh why did you say this and what's this all about and they want to even delve even more in the information they've been given you think oh my god okay you know <laughs> you really have to kind of have a clear head for panel yeah and, but you know we have been to quite a few panels over our fostering career and um mm. it's not all that bad i no. think it's just the the first one can be quite just a bit daunting because you've never done it before yeah exactly but as well they don't know us yeah they didn't know us so they want more information as a you know as a couple it's the first time they've put faces to a name and all that text they've read in the book yeah but um yeah that was that was a good day afterwards and normally um you're told there and then yeah you go out don't you you go out you go out after they've not sort of finish their questions and they deliberate and then you're called back in yeah and you're sitting there and you're like oh my god what are they saying about me what did i say did i say it right oh my god why did i say that (laughs) you're like wow you know got time to sort of like cool yourself down a bit yeah and then the chair of the meeting the, the chair of the panel comes out oh would you like to come back in you're like okay what <laughs> am I going back into now yeah. and then sit back down they're like well it's good news we'd oh, yeah. like to approve you and you think oh oh my god that weight come <laughs> off your shoulders yeah. you're like oh my god that whole process is over a year and some people could be more yeah you know? I think it just depends on your background and how much you need to talk about definitely and I think even foster carers that have been foster carers before left and come back can have shorter um, application process because they have to go back through it again but it's a shorter process just because they know you but they want need an up to date yeah to see what's changed what's changed Um, but yeah so that's such a relief that day when you're told yes and then you have to literally go home and think oh my god now the phone needs to you know be on yeah. on charge on <laughs> on <laughs> and just waiting for that first call for a placement and sometimes i mean if they're you know they've got that many children mm. they can be they waiting. might have some lined up already yeah and you'll go home and then the phone will go and you know you'll get a phone call from the placements team yeah and they'll be the ones that say hi congratulations you know we've got a placement here they give you like an overview of a profile of a child you'll never see what they look like no um, or a name no and yeah so from that profile and from the information you're given obviously you can go away speak to each other about it um, but they do kind of like an answer that day I would say within a few hours of yeah. ringing you yeah it's always hard you know to think about like the fit of your family and yeah and you know like for us we've never really said no no um but you know some people have and it's you know it's not wrong to do that it's about what what's right for you and what's exactly right for your family what's right for us that's right and you know it's like 
you get the call and you feel excited and you think, oh my god, I've got a job. Oh, this is really exciting. Yeah. And then you just said yes. You're like, oh my god, what have I said yes? <laughs> and on the nerves there. Yeah. <laughs> what have they said? What are they going to look like? What are they going to do? <laughs> oh my god, I need to go and get pajamas. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like. So when the child comes in, the child usually comes in with nothing. So it's like you need to have stuff there ready, you know, for them to come in and yeah. not feel out but of not place. All, not all the foster children, though. I mean, sometimes it can have been an emergency placement. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, if it's planned, a planned placement, then, yeah, they'll like, bring a suitcase and things. Or if it's a move from another foster carer, then, you know, they'll have things. But, yeah, if they're if it's unplanned then yeah it's like but even if it's not sometimes you want to have something fresh yeah for them exactly. it's always nice, nice isn't it you have a nice bubble bath or a shower and you get some fresh pyjamas on and you think oh but also for them hearing that they're going to go to this foster carer now and this is where you're going to live that anxiety that builds up in them on that journey over even if oh. they're being brought by someone else yeah. and that could be their social worker or the previous carers or mm police yeah that anxiety as much as we experience anxiety they must experience so much anxiety because it's just they're so young yeah, as well definitely and that that stays with them like we've had kids that are you know a lot older and yeah. they still talk about that now yeah absolutely yeah definitely well so i mean you know 11 years later for us <laughs> Yeah. And we've never looked back. I know. I can't believe it's, it's 11 years. 11 years. It's just, and we've had quite a few varied placements come yeah. and go. Definitely. But, yeah, I mean, so, you know, that leads us on to what's coming up next episode, Gem. Yeah. So, you know, tune in next week. <laughs> what? you know what came next in our parenthood yeah definitely and obviously I want to hear all about Stranger Things oh my god I'm so excited yeah, and I'm so jealous because I mean <laughs> I'm going to be stuck at home but it'll be it'll be fine I'll enjoy a bath and it'll be lovely and quiet hopefully when they go to bed <laughs> <laughs> but, you can't even take pictures in the beginning bit so I know so very well I mean, how can you go in that, that experience and not have pictures? Why don't they want pictures taken? I don't know. I think it's more like, um, you know, the suspense of like, no one knowing what the escape room looked like. Mm, yeah. Um, oh, well. Secret pictures. You'll have to just explain and detail and describe everything to me when you get back. Yeah. Hidden camera from Amazon. Let's try and get one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Okay. See you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.